This is a podcast about betting on sports, which is something you can do to try and make money. One important thing to know is that this podcast is not going to be the reason you get rich from sports betting. To repeat, we are not going to get you rich. There are sleazeballs abound all over the internet who will be happy to take your money to chase that lie. Here, at best, we might make you a little bit less awful of a better if you're lucky. Bet at your own risk. Don't bet more than you can afford to lose. And Godspeed. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to the Jay Swat and Silent Rob podcast, coming at you a day later than normal on a Friday. Jay, how are we feeling on a Friday? Uh, we're feeling well. I also, is it like an intended bit that you always get the name of the podcast wrong when you do it? It's great. I think it's no, a great No, no. I just like to, I, I just like to be just a little extra. Jay Swat and Silent Rob, you know? And, and doofus rob yeah that's, and dingus that's, rob yeah. yeah everything else was right you just it's it's dingus rob um i'm well i'm well i i've got um nba virtual moments that i own so i'm really well um no complaints here uh, on the on the road to millions so uh i heard you had a bit of a hectic week how are things in uh la la rob land uh, all good over here. I did have a hectic week. I went, I guess I'll just shout this out to, to everybody. I've had a few conversations about this. It, if your state is having a, a vaccine rollout and you are not a first responder or a teacher or someone in an early list for the vaccine and you want to get it, go check if you can volunteer as part of the um, part of the vaccine rollout. You might get to get higher on the list. Um, it's happening here in Arizona. I know it's happening in Connecticut, random. Uh, but it's happened elsewhere too. So go check if you can volunteer, help some people out, maybe get the vaccine faster. Yeah. Thank you um, for, for saying that in all seriousness. Uh, it's important that our Arizona and Connecticut uh, listeners hear that. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, we'll definitely get um, that updated with all the provinces and, and, and as well included to see who uh, who's available for that. <laughs> <laughs> That, <laughs> that's better than the COVID joke I was going to make. So let, let's leave it at that. Um, anyways, uh, let's, let's go ahead and review the games from last week. I, I totally jinxed last week's games. I said they were going to be great. They all pretty much underwhelmed. Um, but uh, we'll review those games and we'll get to the two games this week. Uh, and then we'll briefly talk about NBA top shot. Uh, anything objections, anything about Connecticut, maybe Oregon, Wisconsin, any other States you want to mention there, Rob, before we get started. No, I want to focus on Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> All right. Do you remember that uh, time freshman year in college when that that uh, girl said she was from Stores, Connecticut? I think you probably remember it because you care about stuff like that. But no, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> well, I, I do. Adam Turnock brought her. She was from Arizona. But anyways, that's for another podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Adam Turnock wherever he is. Um, Anyways, so starting with uh, Rams-Packers, um, that was a game I said, gun in my head, I would have taken the Rams uh, plus six and a half. I didn't because for a variety of reasons, and I'm glad I didn't. Um, the Packers pretty much dominated that game. They won by 32 to 18, by 14 points covered. I actually did tease this game once it was announced that Cooper Cup, the uh, reliable wide receiver for the, the Rams, was announced out, and I saw the line moving towards seven. I teased it down with the Bucks last week, so I did get a winner from that. Um, but, uh, that was my only winner pregame of the week. Uh, back Packers offense is just absolutely dominant Rams defense supposed to be best in the NFL and they shredded it. 
it's very, very impressive. And um, we'll talk about more with the Packers game this week, how what we kind of glean from that. But the Packers are legit. I mean, their defense might not be that the best, but defense really doesn't matter. Their offense might be, the, if, if not one of the best, it is the best in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is on a, uh, an absolute mission this year. Uh, the other Saturday game was the Ravens at the Bills. Um, Bills won 17-3 to in a really, um, a little bit, was the weather, but also it was just a really underwhelming performance by both teams. It was, there were some swirling wins. Uh, the Ravens all pro, uh, kicker missed two field goal, uh, tries. I think they are both under 50 yards. I've never seen that. I don't think that's ever happened in his career. Obviously that was a lot to do with the wind, but still, uh, something you don't see too often. There's also a pick six thrown, uh, by Lamar Jackson in the red zone, in the end zone, I should say it was the tied for the longest return in playoff history. Bills returned that. Um, but the bills were the better team. Uh, I did have a money line bet on the Ravens, but I had two teasers on the Ravens at plus, uh, eight and a half, uh, without that pick six that obviously would have cashed, even if we just got a field goal in that opportunity, but the bills were the better team. Um, but, but just a very odd game. Very, very odd game. Anything about those two games before we recap the Sunday games there, Rob? Let's go hit it. All right. Um, Sunday's games were also a bit weird. Um, Browns and chiefs, uh, late money came in on the Browns. So we talked about last week, how the chiefs were kind of nine point nine and a half point favorites, kind of that no man's land between seven and 10 ended up closing about seven and a half, eight, some places. Cause people were taking the Browns. Um, we kind of made that recommendation if the chiefs ever fell down in the game to make a live bet. Uh, whereas the chiefs actually got the ball first, they marched right down the field and scored. They missed the extra point actually. Um, but they were never trailing in this game. Uh, they were pretty much totally in control up 19 to three at half. And then Patrick Mahomes got hurt early third quarter on an option play. I don't know why exactly you're running the option when you have, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, had a concussion. Looks like he will play uh, this week. We'll talk about that later. Uh, the Browns were never really out of the game. They also had a, a pretty high leverage play in terms of the guy fumbled the ball in the end, out of the end zone. So instead of scoring a touchdown, uh, Rashard Higgins fumbled the ball and it was went into the end zone, so it went to the Chiefs. It's a huge leverage play. So instead of it being 19-3, to three, uh, you're probably looking at at least 19-10, maybe 16-10 at half instead. Um, but... Second half with the backup quarterback, Chiefs weren't really taking too many risks, although they did, they did go for it on fourth and one, uh, throwing the ball to seal the deal. Uh, but the Browns did cover that one. And then finally, the Buccaneers at the Saints. Um, I bet on the Buccaneers before this game at plus three uh, because I saw the line moving down towards the Buccaneers before this game. My thoughts were, and this is something you can do in playoffs, I've done this uh, in championship settings in different sports, but I took the plus three beforehand because I felt, okay, if the Buccaneers win this game, they probably overperform expectation. That's going to lead to market support. Um, and if they don't win this game, then the bet is void. So I took the plus three. I, I should mention the look ahead against the Packers. So um, I did have a, a futures bet on the a Buccaneers and I had teasers plus nine on the Buccaneers. They did win. Um, but, the, I, I took the Buccaneers plus three against the Packers. The Packers had already won their game on Saturday. Um, and my reasoning was to take the plus three of the Buccaneers was if they beat the Saints, then like I said, they overperform expectation. That's going to move the price. If they lose the Saints, then my bet is void. Um, 
And there's only like a 15 to 20% chance where they win and they underperform. And guess what happened, Rob? Mm. They won and underperformed. The Saints had four turnovers. Um, the Buccaneers didn't look that great. Um, Drew Brees and the Saints looked terrible on offense. In fact, the only passing touchdown was um, a Jameis Winston. Uh, actually, no, there was two passing touchdowns. But one of the passing touchdowns was from Jameis Winston. The other was from Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees, his career is over. Um, I hope he doesn't try to come back because he's he's just done. I mean, he was what an amazing player, uh, especially the tie to the city and and everything that the Saints went through. But um, his time has come. The Bucks just pretty much capitalized over the four turnovers. Um, didn't look that impressive at all. Um, so my team's just won, so I can't be mad about that. Uh, but like I said, taking that plus three. Um, as we look towards this week, that's a bad number. As we sit right now, the Buccaneers are plus three and a half. I took the plus three because I felt like if the Bucs overperformed, then the spread was going to be about plus two and a half or plus two. Uh, we always talk about how important the, the three is. Um, I ended up with a bad number here. It was still an unlikely event that occurred here, right? I felt like if they play like the way they did uh, on Sunday, that the Saints would have won the game, but the turnovers obviously went the other way. But just something to think about those look-ahead lines. Um, obviously they're not foolproof, you know, Tom Brady could have gotten injured and then this plus three would be a, a terrible bet, right. For next week. Um, but it is a little bit of a strategy to look ahead and say, all right, well, if they come in and they beat the saints by, you know, two touchdowns, that line's probably going to be close to a pick them against the Packers next week. Just, just food for thought and different ways you can bet the game. Uh, anything about the Sunday or even Saturday games before you move on to this week's game, Rob, let's get to this week, baby. All right, so two games. Uh, Tom Brady traveling to beautiful Green Bay, Wisconsin in late January. Uh, should be cold, but shouldn't be too much weather. There's a chance for uh, snow showers in early in the morning, but this game's going to be uh, mid to afternoon. Uh, spread is three and a half for the Packers. Uh, the Buccaneers are, uh, excuse me, the total is 52. The Buccaneers are playing in their third straight road game, so you kind of have the biggest home field advantage you can have here. You have a, the Buccaneers playing three straight road games, whereas the Packers only had two games, this one and last week, and they were both at home. Um, obviously, Tampa Bay is a warm weather team going to probably the coldest place uh, or one of the coldest places in the NFL in late January. Uh, yes, Tom Brady is, of course, played in the cold, but the rest of the team, not so much. Um only really major injury news is Tampa Bay will be without Antonio Brown. That's not that big of a deal, but he is a, he has been a, a you know, improvement on their offense as the third wide receiver. Um, I, like I said, I have a position on Tampa Bay in this game. I'm going to leverage a little bit, uh, the Packers. Um, I do think the Packers will win this game. Uh, if it got down to minus three, I would take it without my prior, you know, inclination in this game. I already have a position on the bucks that I don't necessarily love. So I'll get off of it a little bit at three and a half. Um, I'm actually going to take the money line because I have a future on Tampa Bay and I have that, um, that plus three. So there's a little chance of a middle. Um, but if it got to three, I would take the, the Packers just with all those advantages that I mentioned. I think the real bet here though, is the over. Um, and one of the reasons I think that is because Packers offense, like I mentioned, number one, probably definitely in the NFC, if not in the entire NFL. Uh, and then the Buccaneers have a really good offense as well. They try to run the ball if they're like in neutral game states or they're in the lead. I don't think they'll be in the lead. 
um, which will force them to pass. Obviously, more passing, less clock uh, goes off, um, and it's more optimal plays as well. Um, so I do like it right now at 52. I think if you get anything under 53, that's great. Really, 53 and a half is, is still playable, but 54, I would not play it. Um, thoughts, feelings, um, Packers, Buccaneers, late January, Wisconsin, Rob. Late January, Wisconsin, and a bunch of Florida boys, and you're taking the damn over, dude. That's a that's a spicy bet. That's that's a hot bowl of chili in a cold Green Bay winter day, dude. Um, but yeah, checks out. Makes sense. Two hot offenses. Weather is actually not as bad as you think it is. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's cold. It's cold. It's just it's not too windy, and it's um, it's not snowing or raining or anything of that nature. And mm-hmm. even sometimes rain can be beneficial. Obviously, it's not raining because it's below freezing. Or, um, but uh, yeah, one note though is it might get off to a slower start. Um, so you you might want to take the. I, I did bet the over pregame at 52, but you might see it into a little bit of a slow start. Um, so you might get an in game at 50 or excuse me at 48, 49 that, and you might want to take it live there as well. Um, but obviously things can change. Maybe you see something in game, there's swirling winds um, and you don't want to take it there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anything before we move on to the second game there, Rob, get me over to, to Kansas city, baby. That's a, I think that's a song for sure. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have the Buffalo Bills traveling to beautiful Kansas City, which should be about as cold uh, as Green Bay, a little slightly warmer um, in, around the 20s and 30s. Um, Chiefs are a three-point favorite. Got to pay a little bit more for those Chiefs um, and that that Patrick Mahomes tax. Um, Bills, I mean, they they've showed up every single uh, week, really. They probably should be on a 12 or 13 game winning streak right now. If it wasn't for that hail Murray. I mean, they're, they're a really good team. I just think, uh, the chiefs are the class in the, in the NFL and definitely the AFC. Um, we talk about the stat all the time. The chiefs have not covered since November 1st, but the, uh, they also haven't lost a meaningful game since October 11th. So most of those spreads have been, you know, a touchdown, maybe a, over a touchdown and they haven't covered. Um, but as we talked about last week, you know, their intentions are to win. Uh, so I think if you're comfortable with it, take a three Patrick Mahomes has been cleared. It looks like he was going to play. Um, obviously the NFL wasn't going to let, uh, this game go on without Patrick Mahomes. There was even some semi jokingly, uh, conspiracy theories out there that they were going to give the chiefs COVID just so they could delay the game. <coughs> Excuse me. If it was needed, but uh, they they found some independent quote unquote neurologists to uh, clear him for this game, so he will be playing. <laughs> Did they yeah. really? This is real. Uh, no, I mean I'm sure they went about the book by it, but I mean that's that's the protocol is to have three independent neurologists. But I mean, you know what it, what is independent these days? You know, sure. Um, but that's the protocol. He's playing. It's prime time. Um, should be a great game. If you're not comfortable laying the juice with the minus three right now, you can always wait to bet in game. Um, you know, even if the Bills get the ball first and then go down and score, you should be able to get Chiefs right around pickup, maybe minus two, minus one. That's a great bet. Um, but the Chiefs say, you know, you got the best quarterback and and coach combo at home. Yes, the Bills are good. They've proven they're good. 
but I still think there's there is a gap between the Bills and Chiefs. Uh, as for the total, I'm not touching it. It is at 54. It looks like it's slightly getting bet up. Uh, that That's a lot of points. And uh, one thing is the Chiefs may try to run the ball to try to limit the possessions. The And the Bills did that last time they played, even though the Bills have gone to an ultra-throwing uh, type team. But these two teams played, I think, week five or six. Uh, and the Bills just try to shorten the game by running it. Um, I don't necessarily think they'll do that this week. I think they saw that it didn't really work. Uh, but but that is just some food for thought um, for this one. Any thoughts, feelings? You're getting a little emotional. I can tell the NFL season is ending, Rob. This is a big one for you. I mean, what are you going to do with all this free time on your hands? Closing time. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to have to really fill in a gap in my soul and my heart. No, this one's gonna be a gonna be a good game. Um, I will not watch it all that closely. Maybe I will. I actually did just get YouTube TV, um, so that's really big. So that means I have I've really I got it for basketball, dude. If I gotta be honest, but um, ooh, football's on there. Football on my on my phone on my TV. You know, nice, nice. Well, uh, you got it for basketball. Why is it that you got basketball, Rob? Uh, so that I can get seventh or eighth in our NBA fantasy league <laughs> out of ten. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Jubba is just destroying all of us. So that's that's all that really matters. Um, But speaking of the beautiful NBA, uh, there is a website called nbatopshots.com. And you've probably haven't heard of it. I know Rob hasn't. um, But it is a really, really interesting um, thing that I'm probably not going to explain too well. Uh, I'm about a week into it. But it's uh, an NFT, a non-fungible uh, token. And it's essentially a, a crossroads of trading cards, sports betting, and cryptocurrency. It's like all merged together. Uh, this pretty sleek website, still technically in beta. Um, and it, essentially, it allows for a marketplace and it's, it's real time trading of these moments. So instead of owning a card, you own a moment. So maybe it's a, a dunk or a block or something of that nature. Um, and you can trade them things of that nature and, and you open up packs. So there's a pack drop at seven o'clock Eastern here in about 20 minutes. Um, and it's $14 for this pack drop and you get five cards, one of which is like a special card. Um, and I'm telling Rob and anyone else, obviously you're not going to get this before the drop, but if you were to buy that car, the, those cards for 14 bucks and then immediately try to flip them, you will guaranteed unless you, unless you get the terrible, terribly unlucky, but I still think you would um, double your money in pretty much an hour. Um, now that doesn't mean I'm just talking about for today. Maybe everything falls off a cliff Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, very possible, but uh, the demand for it. And yes, I know I live in a rec, uh, echo chamber there, Rob, the demand for it right now is pretty incredible. There was a um, a, a test uh, released of these same cards at um, 12 o'clock the, today, 9 o'clock a.m. West Coast this morning, and they lasted less than a second. So um, they only released 2,000 of them, and there was a, there was a max of five per person. Um, but yeah, they didn't even last a second. Um, now at this 8 o'clock drop, there, or excuse me, the 7 o'clock drop, there's um, one per transaction. And they're dropping 8,000 of them. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, very interesting time on the internet. 
uh, Rob. The best way to explain it, I would say, is just to get on the website and buy one card. So you, you, these packs you can buy for $14 or you can buy a very common card for like a dollar or two and just like play around with it. Uh, it's obviously not for everyone. It is somewhat habit forming. Uh, but, but yeah, questions, thoughts, jokes, Rob, what do you got for me? So I did read, Jay sent me an article about this yesterday. I read it. I read it too fast. Uh, it was thoughtful. It was well-written. It was kind of like a chronology of thinking about alternative assets. So like buying, for instance, fine art, right. Or other stuff that's rare. And then sort of a waxing poetic about the move to digital, uh, like broadly, which of course is a fucking theme of our lifetime. In the middle of it, uh, the author made a comparison of if you think of gold, which is scarce, and then think of Bitcoin, which is sort of built on the same principles of scarcity, you could compare gold is to Bitcoin as trading cards, sports cards are to this thing, these top shots. I, I uh, that metaphor makes it a little more understandable to me. It's online trading cards, sort of. The idea that they're in a moment is a little hard for me to get. The whole blockchain thing, too. I tend to be, uh, I, I'm naturally skeptical of. I think most of what's happened in blockchain has been to uh, enrich various people who want to uh, get rich from the the hype of blockchain. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, play around. I did make a login per Jay's request. We'll see where it goes. I, I can't say that I get it quite yet. Um, I, I just don't get the the like the scarcity of a of a video that doesn't click for me yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't pretend to have all the answers, and a lot of it is uh, just the faith I have in the people who, first of all, the guy that wrote that article and the community that I've, you know, it's, it's a lot of daily fantasy players and fantasy football players who, um, you know, we got a lot of time on our hands because the fantasy football season just ended. Uh, and I, I totally am aware that this could be a big hype thing and, and whatnot, but, um, the money that I've made from those people in the community, just, you know, learning from them. Um, and it's also just a lot of fun too. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, but the best part is, is the people who I, I have a couple of people I've talked to about it. You know, we're like really deep into it. And then every once in a while, we'll just laugh at like just the absurdity of it. It's just like, what is this? You know, um, there was a record today, $71,000 a LeBron video just went for. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just absurd. It's, it, it is absurd. But um, I'm, I'm going just with the premise of it's better to be first than to be right. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that, that that guy, Jonathan Bales, wrote in the article And, you know, I I think that's what it's all about. You know, I I don't have to investigate this and and then, you know, take weeks and weeks to investigate it. Is this true? Is this worth it? Is it not? It's not that I don't care. Obviously, I care. It's just to me, it's worth diving into based on the people who I trust and and have learned from. And, you know, I have a number for myself where I'm not going to go over that number. Uh, I'm not going to tell it to anybody else just in case it changes, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but you know, no, I mean, in all seriousness, it's, you know, it's, it's worth it. You know, I, I also feel like being my age where, you know, and the lack of responsibility and commitments I have allows me to have a little bit more freedom with it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. 
if I had if I had a little more structure, had a mortgage, all that stuff, I I, I wouldn't be so keen and, and and you know I don't want to call it reckless, but but on the on the horizon of reckless with it, uh, I am too a very back um you know a, a very I don't want to call us pessimistic, but definitely you know we 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 like to make sure before we kind of dive into things, and it's definitely not something that I'm normally so uh, keen to get in front of, but I don't know, man, it, it, I, I'm lost in the sauce. Let's put it that way. Um, if, you know, if it happens, characterization. yeah. what'd you say? Sorry. I said, that's a fair characterization lost in the sauce. Yeah. I'm lost in the sauce, but I'm trying to bring other people in the sauce. So, you know, <laughs> that's good, right? Come get up in this sauce. Yeah. But, but in all seriousness, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of our close friends who enjoy sports. Um, just, just play, you know, around with the, with the interface, you know, if you want to buy a card for a dollar, you want to, or a moment for a dollar, or you want to buy a pack for $14, if you can get it, I don't know if you can get it, but, um, yeah. And if not, that's fine too. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's fun. It's fun. And, uh, it's not habit forming. So that's the best, <laughs> best part about it. The packaging looks like a condom. I yes. Go ahead and let you know that. Yeah, I think that's a Freudian thing. They're trying to okay. get you, trying to get you on that. Think that yep. you're going to get laid if you do this. Yes, exactly. Right. Nice, exactly. Cool. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it. Um, I, I got to get ready for this pack drop in about 15 minutes, Rob. So unless there's anything All right, else, fine, dude, I won't hold you up anymore. Let's go go get these packs. Catch you guys later. Yeah, um, and and you know, thoughts with everyone in Connecticut. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>